Hello, hello, hello. Mic check, mic check. One, two, three. Is this on? It's on. Hi, welcome back to Project Tonic. I'm one half of the podcast. Cecilia Caesar Sassy, or whatever you like to call me, as long as it's not rude because I will cry about it. I'm a very sensitive person. Sorry, I have something in my mouth. I don't know. We're already starting off a disaster, but guess what? It's just going to get worse from here, baby. But yeah, um, today I am drinking a coffee that I put way too much sugar in that is now cold that I got at the donut shop with almond milk. And it's actually not that bad. It's kind of like a McDonald's iced coffee, but just literally, I have this small thing like a small tin of sugar like a small ceramic jar and it's kind of like I guess maybe underneath the pound half of that fell into my coffee this morning so that's how that's how that's how my day is going it's a good day though it's a good day I got hired on the spot I'm negative for COVID Sergio how are you doing introduce yourself and let me know what you're drinking well I'm the second half of the podcast are mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> drinking a ginger ale I'm good so far um, He's healthy. Yes. We're just uh, kind of like Cecilia said is going to be a disaster. I, as I call it, <laughs> yeah. uh, the end yep. of the world for Houston today and Texas because we have hurricane a hurricane Laura. coming! Yay! Ooh, we love natural disasters. Um, oh it's good. We're actually recording this episode like a little bit earlier than usual, Early. just in case my yeah. power goes out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because oh, like uh, the weather people here can't decide if it's coming here or not. It's gonna be good or bad. And mm-hmm. uh, this morning it became a uh, category four. 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 Yeah. So I retweeted the thingy. It looks like it's gonna go straight. Like it's barely gonna kiss Houston, but it's going straight through Louisiana again. Dude, Louisiana yeah. cannot catch a break. I, mean, I feel so bad for the people that live there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Every I mean, year. I, every year. Every year. I'm hoping it doesn't come yeah. over here just because I don't want my power to go out. I don't. But, I don't think it's gonna hit you. I think it's gonna hit well, my family. I live maybe, all the way in the, like, I also live like all the way in the yeah. suburbs, so it's not gonna be. You're as Houston bad. adjacent. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in Katy. I don't think it'll hit you that so bad, it's, honestly. It's not gonna but be horrible here. Who knows? But. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of because I saw the map earlier, and uh, if you follow me, oh, so <laughs> if you listen to my personal podcast, No One's Home. Um, Twitter kicked me out and I've heard from a couple of my mutuals that like maybe they'll review it after a week and they'll delete some of my tweets because I submitted a picture of my ID um, that sometimes you can get your original Twitter account back some sometimes you can't so I made a new one and I'm trying to find all my mutuals back I literally have like 20 followers so if you want to follow me listen to the end of the podcast for my new fucking Twitter <laughs> but um, last week was just the worst week of my life literally I, I just had a bunch one thing after another I had to quit my work from home job and then uh, I got denied unemployment and then I tried to call the IRS hotline to see if the, I would get my stimulus check ever and they still don't know where mine is. And, <laughs> and then on the last like Saturday, I got locked out of my fucking Twitter account. So I'm not God's favorite and that's fine. That's okay. I'm coming to terms with that. But Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, give did me you, a break, man. Did you ever find out how you got locked out of your Twitter account? Yeah, they said that um, you have to be 13 years or older. And apparently, because I'm trying to remember, because I have some mutuals from literally when I was like super, not like super young, because I wasn't like eight when I made my Twitter account. I was like, I was either 11, 12, 13, or 14, because I remember being like a teenager, kind of. I don't remember if I was that. <laughs> I don't sec. remember how I'm old I was. I'm pausing the audio. I'm pausing the audio. Okay. All right, Scarlett was barking again. Sergio, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? I already fucking lost my train of thought. I totally forgot, but um, 
<laughs> we are struggling, sisters. You were talking about what was I talking getting about? unlocked from your Twitter yeah, okay, account. Okay. So back to that, just to reiterate, because I have the muscle memory of a goldfish. Um, yeah, so I think I was around somewhere between 11 and 14 uh, when I made my Twitter account. And I so I changed it to my birthday. And they're like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yes, the, the fucking day I was born. Because I wanted people to wish me happy birthday this year. All my cool like Animal Crossing mutuals and then my other cool mutuals on Twitter. And that's what sucks about having a new account is I don't have all of my cool old mutuals. They don't even know who I am anymore. They oh <laughs> my fan my fans of like three people oh my god but yeah so they just said that I should have made my account when I wasn't thirteen um but also like here's the thing about that thing minors are always gonna lie to get on the applications that they want to get on like there's literally like eight seven five nine year olds everywhere you know what I mean uh-huh. it's I don't know about but- it all. It also doesn't make sense why they will like unlock your account now because mm-hmm. you're obviously you're over I'm thirteen old. now. So Literally. why would it matter? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking Twitter. And I submitted, I literally had to submit a picture of my ID that says my age. And I submitted that the day that, like, I got locked out, which was Saturday. And today, yeah, a couple days ago, Uh whatever the fuck. Yeah, five days ago from now. And they still haven't said anything. So I was like, I miss Twitter. Twitter is my social media crutch as an adult. Because Tumblr was when I was little. And Tumblr was a hot fucking dumpster fire. And Twitter is literally no better. (laughs) Uh, But I was like, I need this in my life. So I just made a new one. Well, the thing well, everyone who left Tumblr is on, Twitter, on Twitter now, now. Yeah, so they it's... brought all their crap onto Twitter. No, so. even the the TikTokers too. So now Twitter is even more of a uh, cesspool of uh, weirdness and awkwardness and cringiness. And I don't like using cringy, but it's some of these kids, you just have to go through that uh, weird obsession phase of whatever you're hyper fixated on. It helps you grow <laughs> as an adult, I feel like, yeah. for the most part. I have so many boogers. Well, I don't know about growing I, I don't know about growing out of a uh, out of an obsession just because <laughs> this weekend, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally after we recorded our podcast, yeah. I, I I so for anyone who's into let me nerd out for a little oh, bit. Oh God, okay. Go so for this year because of COVID, mm-hmm. Comic Con was canceled and like oh, they did in it person, online, right? so they did virtual. Ooh. They did it virtually, but. Uh, DC Comics was is usually pretty big there, mm-hmm. and all of Warner Brothers. They decided to pour, uh, pull out of the of Comic Con this year. That's weird. And do their own virtual convention oh, called DC Fandom, which fun. they had TV, movies, and comics. And this weekend, that's what I spent <laughs> doing uh, both Saturday Aww. and Sunday. So I was watching Nerd. movie trailers, uh, video games trailers, and probably <laughs> trying to look what Faku Pops I could probably buy because I want to get my collection. So, um. I, that's fun oh yeah you texted me about a movie or something right and i was like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about yeah so i was talking about justice league so Zack zach snyder originally was supposed to be directing uh justice league but he had a family tragedy while in the middle of it so josh mm-hmm. whedon took over and he cut a lot oh, of no. Zack snyder's stuff out of it so uh fans were upset by what they got from the movies so they've been demanding the snyder cut so we finally they should be. got the um Green lit, mm-hmm. uh, the green light that it's going to come out on HBO Max for four hours. The thing is going to be four hours long. So. Ooh. Four. Hold the fuck. Hold on. Four hours. Yeah, Jesus so. Christ. That's. Wait, wait. Um. Do, are you excited for that movie, The New Mutants? I don't even no, know what that is or what it pertains that, to. I think it's like the X-Men. Yeah, you don't like it? It looks fun. New Mutants, I think it looks fun, but I'm not like super into that. So, <laughs> New Mutants was originally conceived as the next generation of X-Men characters and the comic books. So, there yeah. were teens in that in that yeah. series. And this movie is just a, like a horror yeah. kind of spin of the X-Men characters. Um, but to me, Wait, you uh-huh. said horror? It's a, it's a horror, horror movie. It's supposed to be horror. 
But um, Ooh, at least that was the original like idea it. on it when when it was like a Fox produced movie. But now that's mm-hmm. owned by Disney, there was rumors that Disney cut yeah. out of those a lot of those horror elements out to make it more family friendly. So who really knows? Because that movie's been pushed back like five times already. Because I or that movie's supposed to come, really was supposed to come out in twenty eighteen. And it was pushed back until 2019, <laughs> and I was being pushed, oh, no. and now it's finally, finally released this week, I think. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. Well, that sucks, but I mean, it, I don't know. It looks, I feel like the, the casting, as far as the characters, like that blonde girl that was in The Witch, as like the other blonde girl that has that like weird fucking bat monkey thingy or whatever. I mean, mm. I feel like that's a pretty accurate casting, but I don't know as far as the other one goes. I just saw someone like tweet about it and I was like, ooh, that looks kind of cool. But again, I'm not a big superhero <laughs> or Marvel nerd. I just like horror and mm. horror in general. Because that, that's not my cup of tea. Because some of y'all at the Comic Cons, things like that, which I'm glad they didn't hell in person, y'all don't know how to wear deodorant or shower. So <laughs> get your hygiene right first, then maybe go to some cons. You know? See. Because the same thing like with Smash players, because John wanted to be an amateur Smash player, and they just don't wear deodorant. And it's like, Mama, you can, you have to wear. See, this you is have the, to be clean. This okay? is the bad thing about nerd culture. There's a lot of nerd. The, the idea of nerd, it's very like. They're stinky. Why it's are they a disgusting stinky? person. So they really just encompass a whole yeah. nerd culture. I'm definitely not that. <laughs> they I do, do not consider myself part of ner- nerd culture anyway. Sergio wears yeah, deodorant. Yeah, I wear deodorant. Mm-hmm. I wear my Versace cologne all the fucking time. Yeah, he smells good, guys. I can verify. <laughs> he, he's not stinky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This. I mean, going into that also as well, just to talk about kind of like cosplay culture and how some uh, white, like just the comic book and then like other pop culture fans like to say, because uh, I was, I, I'm a fan of this, these couple black cosplayers. They do really good work, like with recreating Starfire and then that moon girl from um the avatar and stuff like that people comment like awful slurs on their posts saying why do you look like that and it's like oh this character is white oh this character is asian it's like well why do you have a problem with the black cosplayers but you don't Mm -hmm. when your your white faves are cosplaying asian people the toxicity of it just makes me want to throw up and i feel so bad for these women because they do such good work in terms of like you know making the things having the makeup on getting the right Mm -hmm. hair it just what the fuck is wrong with some of these people? I really, it really, I really well, don't, I really don't well, get it. Like, and also, just kudos to all the black cosplayers. Y'all are fandom and any and any subject can be very toxic. Yeah. Um. It, uh, look, the comic book mm-hmm. industry agreed, is, agreed. right now is uh, being affected by something called comic com- mm-hmm. comics gate, which that group is opposed. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> what uh, is so that? that group is op- opposed to having female characters being center stage, uh, people of mm-hmm. color being center stage. Uh, and it's kind of like the same thing yeah. that happened with Gamersgate like a couple years ago. It's the same thing that's happened in comics. Uh, so a couple years ago, Marvel uh, was trying to uh, diversify their characters. And they introduced a whole bunch of people yeah. of color and female characters. And those... Uh, oh, and no- these grown people threw a hissy fit about it, right? Yeah. And a lot of their female characters started taking the... The... Uh, these mm-hmm. the char- the positions like the of Iron Man and Thor. Thor was replaced with Jane Foster, who's female Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man was replaced with Riri Williams, who's a uh, black Iron Man, pretty much. Oh, I love Captain America. Was replaced She's with cute. Sam Wilson, yeah. who's the Falcon. Who's Falcon? He's black. He mm-hmm. so people didn't like that. And um, originally DC Comics was going to do something similar with Batman and Wonder Woman. They were going to replace them with minority characters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But a whole thing fell out, and then uh, a, a creator fell out, and 
he was fired, mm-hmm. and then the whole project was thrown out the window because AT and T doesn't want to go in that direction or something. Yeah. But they are. Just, uh, what the good thing about DC, and I always have been more of a fan of DC mm-hmm. Comics, because they there are still going to do the Black Batman storyline. Just it's going to be its own miniseries. Yeah. And so they're gonna they're gonna uh, still do that. Well, but Marvel, what they did was just sideline those characters, yeah. but they they bring them into prominence in some books, and some of them just have disappeared. Mm-hmm. So that's a really shitty thing that uh, Ooh, that toxicity that, that fandom creates because people uh, yeah, usually these yeah. white nerds hate the idea of women or people mm-hmm. of color taking the spots of what they're originally Just meant general, for white yeah. males. So it's very, mm-hmm. um, it's very it's disgusting. So I mean, for me, my idea is superheroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, every so often they have to be replaced or giving a different story that someone else kind of takes their yeah. take on it. Yeah. But it doesn't have to last for long and make, mm-hmm. maybe make them their own character afterwards. And that's what I like about comics, yeah. right? But, uh, people don't usually believe in that's really, mm-hmm. that really sucks because it doesn't give people, even content creators or writers mm-hmm. do these stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid also. Only because, like, I know this comes up a lot just in general in, like, media. It's, like, representation for all, like, children of color, black kids and brown kids especially. Representation so fucking important. Because then, it you know, it, it ingrains that mi- that toxic mindset into these young mm-hmm. kids of color to say, oh, you know, oh, the white savior. Oh, you know, like black and brown people can't be superheroes or they can't be good or things like that you know what i mean because the villains obviously get to be whatever the fuck they want to be regardless because I, I mean i don't really know of any villains of color because again i'm not a comic book nerd so so you can correct me if i'm wrong but again if there's it's everything like with you know racism and um i don't think that's what i meant to say <laughs> everything like with like toxicity in the fucking comic book place and things like that it all it's all ingrained into deeper seated issues with racism and mm-hmm. with like representation for these kids and for other teenagers because it is important you know that's why also too just in general in all other fields of life it's important to have the representation because then that's how everything gets diversified that's how we also kick these fucking big white ceos of any fucking company out of their out of their playing so if you are like a listener and you're doing what you need to do and you're you know you're one of us you're keep doing what you need to do keep don't fucking let these awful trolls and these awful other white students or whatever get to you because mm-hmm. you know what you need to do and you're doing it at the end of the day and don't don't feel like you need to overwork yourself because i feel like a lot of kids college students especially those of color feel like they have to go the extra fucking yeah. mile and you know volunteer all these hours work 17 jobs and have like these um rags to riches or like these overworking stories like no like Take care of yourself. You only have one life, as far as we know. You only have one body. Take well, care of yourself while is, you're like, still here. The but thing, do it. Need, do it. The need thing to get is there. about yeah. that is that I think as we grow up from our well, mm-hmm. from parents who don't have as much, or are trying to get where yeah. they think they need to be, we're ingrained that we always have mm-hmm. to always mm-hmm. make ourselves better we than other ourselves. than our white counterparts, just yeah. so we could get noticed in all the field. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I did. Uh, I always. N- I, I kind of want to say I, I always been that type of person who's always wanted to be better than someone else, but I did learn very later in high school mm-hmm. and and college as well that I never, I don't really have to do that. Mm-hmm. And really looking through the job market now, I refuse to self-identify mm-hmm. as a race on the applications just because I know in some companies they won't look at my application if it's a Hispanic Latino on that. Yeah. So at this Hispanic, point, I'm just yeah. kind of like self, not self-identifying by anything. Uh, yeah. I do identify as male on the application, but when it comes to race or anything, mm-hmm. I just leave it blank. 
because I do not want because there's uh, you never know who's behind the yeah. other side and you don't know what kind of biases yeah, they HR have or thought process and some companies some you could kind of tell the way they want to project and have the people in it the, the yeah. people they want to hire yeah. so I think it's best to not self-identify in that way but like if you mm-hmm. and still like even seeing I, I say like at my age being a social media manager for a lot of things I do have mm-hmm. like a pretty good resume for someone my Go off king. And I still get overlooked yes, because they'd rather hire someone who's not Hispanic, you know? Yeah. So that's boy. really the shitty part mm-hmm. of it. And that I think that growing up and doing things better, it's still something we mm-hmm. all have to deal with. And it's not a bad thing necessarily, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. It also plays heavily as well into like the accessibility of these jobs because me and Sergio, like when we were looking for digital digital media work in general, a lot of these like big companies or even smaller companies in general, they usually do want that white person, but they, but they also want these outrageous fucking um uh what is it like requirements like oh ten years of social media experience, mm-hmm. uh, thirteen years of Adobe uh, SEO certification, da da da, and it's like. You can have those, obviously, because some people blow up on their social medias and deal, be their own manager, you know, when they're younger and things like that. So they have that. But most of those people are also already have their own businesses and already things in line. And it, it, uh, I was, I was, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Tumblr, but some of these are kind of like red herrings only because, um, some of these bosses, some of these HR people will like make a random mock up on Indeed or on LinkedIn or on any of these sites and have these outrageous requirements only so that the fucking CEO, CFO, or whatever person who's the HR's best friend can say, hey, I know a person, why don't you, and they apply and then they get it because they know that person. And so again, it's like networking and stuff like that, but it's also like the inaccessibility that a lot of people of color have that they don't have that, um, they aren't always able to do the things that they want to do because of the barriers mm-hmm. of race and it's so just not right and it's it's just so awful because there's so many of these like cool great creators that i follow and that i love and that i adore that aren't even getting uh, these big brand deals that some of these like the demilio sisters you know they even the was it uh, so i'm just i don't i don't remember what deals that they have but i know they were on morphe too versus like some of the people who I follow who have to fucking fight and scrape for PR packages, mm-hmm. who have to beg companies to pay their rates. And, and meanwhile, all these white influencers get to fucking have an exorbitant rate that pro- they're probably may not even be worth only because they have millions of thousands of followers who blindly follow them who they do not deserve. And you obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know how I feel about certain influencers. And again, I, this is not to like witch hunt or anything. This is just examples like fucking uh, MSC, Miss, Miss Chamberlain gets uh, fucking like Louis Vuitton. She gets magazine cover and things like that but other younger creators of color uh like just for example dote a lot of that app that whatever the fuck it is um only like sent some of these white young uh, influencers to like these big grandiose trips to, mm-hmm. like i'm gonna i'm gonna name out random ones out of my ass like fucking cuba or whatever the fuck um meanwhile some of these smaller influencers only got to go to like this like another state like i remember this specifically uh there was an influencer that i followed well she's really she's like really really tiny she had maybe a thousand subs um it was like be a don't influencer for a day or something like that and they had like the most least exciting trip compared to these big luxurious extravagant fucking trips that don't paid out to these white influencers and i get you know you're trying to make back what you spend on some mm-hmm. of these influencers but it's also like take a chance because a lot of these smaller creators of color have great fucking click-through rates. They have great fucking, um, you know, interactions with the audience and things like that. It's it's just mind-blowing to me that even 2020, and I, and I obviously well, racism not only that, is a long way to go, a long way to get into it. Not only that, but also when yeah. you talk about smaller creators and just in general, 
Uh, usually you're talking about people yeah. who are much more impassioned about the work they're doing and the stuff they're creating. And the people yeah. that do follow those people yeah. are are more loyal to that person. And you're not dealing with someone who's going to be problematic mm-hmm. in the future. Like, all these TikTok stars... All these exactly. TikTok stars... I, I don't really... Yep. I don't get why they're yep. so famous. Because TikTok hasn't really blown up for the last mm-hmm. three months. I don't get... How they got so the much money within three months or anything. Baby. They're all white. They're yeah, all white. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Millionaires. All, all of them. Literally, like, 17 to 15. It's they're ridiculous. All, it's they're ridiculous. all white. And yeah. I understand Meanwhile, where this others, money came from. And they're doing stupid shit like throwing parties, getting people sick. Uh... Saying that they're <sighs> yep. testing people when yep. they're not, or they know people that are, are have mm-hmm. COVID, and they're going to these mm-hmm. parties, not giving a shit who gets uh, sick without afterwards. a mask, without sanitizer. With, they're not doing any of the shit, and yep. somehow they still get all the sponsorship and stuff like that. And um, honestly, what I want to see is like there is no deal about TikTok being bought by anyone at this moment. There's just talk about Microsoft uh, like a month ago. And the president Microsoft potentially buying them, and the yeah. president said that they had to close the deal within forty five days. Those forty five days are ending really soon. What what are all Already these people going right? to eat from? Yeah. I mean, I don't really give a shit where they eat from. What are all those kids are going to do with no yeah, money? Because that's their total income, you know. So, I mean, they just just like from an not necessarily advertising because Sergio's more advertising, and I'm kind of on like the the back, not necessarily back into things because it's Sergio's uh, like expertise, but. I only know from my own personal experience that a lot of these algorithms, just like YouTube, TikTok in general, favor these plain white vanilla creators. And it's really insidious too, because even like some, I don't know if it was like a, someone who like a social, social engineer on the back end of TikTok or someone, but they did an article that was kind of like a tell all and that a lot of the times the algorithm for TikTok um, wouldn't showcase ugly or black or disabled or any of those kind of creators who were very visible or who had those hashtags and it would only like it would literally hinder them and it would kind of shadow ban them from getting well, a fucking uh, well, we, audience well, and how fucking awful and evil and serious is that Jesus well, Christ we saw TikTok also shadow ban the hashtag Black Lives Matter when it when people were trying yeah, to spread a did. message and then they went and tried to people yeah. were proving that they were doing it and then uh, TikTok yeah. went back on what they were trying to do because they didn't want to look bad, but they already did the damage <sighs> they, were, they were doing because yeah. they were suppressing. And yep. White people aren't tweeting yep. Black Lives Ma- Matter. The majority of white people are not doing that. So they were suppressing b- black They're voices. Literally- That's what they were yeah. doing. Because like even yeah, Hispanics, literally, literally. we can't take, we can't like as a Latinx person, right? I can't go and say I'm supporting mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter twenty four seven, right? Because it's impossible. Someone I can tweet about it ever so often, right? But it doesn't affect me personally, you know. Yeah, it's different. Exactly. And when it exactly. becomes about like each each person, uh, whoever mm-hmm. they identify as, it becomes really personal when it affects them directly, right? Mm-hmm. It's personal to us because Latinx exactly. people are also affected by this in a certain point, but black people black voices Not are to the degree mostly black are, mostly yeah. affected by these uh, affected by these and they're the being the loudest voices and we need to mm-hmm. uh, support and exactly. also make those support voices uh, and be heard them. because we have a certain type we have a certain type of privilege that they don't just like Mm-hmm. so it's like exactly. uh it really sucks at a platform that's supposed to be all-encompassing everything and not being new and not, they're letting uh-huh. something like that uh trying to Go yeah. back and say, oh, we Hinder never did it, but they did it anyway. Black voices. And then there's proof about it, too. The backtracking and the mental gymnastics that a lot of these just people who are behind the algorithms are stupid. Because even the fucking YouTube CEO is like, 
I don't know how it works, but it's always like these big ass companies and these big white influencers and so and so's new music video that's on the trending page. Because I talked about this in a video that I recorded, but I haven't fucking edited yet. I haven't edited anything, which is really bad on my part. <laughs> but it's just like, how can you say that, oh, YouTube is for everybody? You know, YouTube is creating you, but you're not even supporting a majority of the creators who mm-hmm. aren't white, like. A lot of these, a lot of these other creators of color have to fight tooth and nail to get their flowers, and it sucks because again, it's all. It also plays into just like uh, traditional beauty standards as well. It's like if you're not skinny, you're not pale, you're not X, Y, and Z, you're not gonna get on the trending page for TikTok, or you're not gonna blow up on YouTube. And that's what sucks because a lot of these creators who do like quote unquote blow up, they're not they're not using any SEO optimizations. They're not following anything. They just get very very mm-hmm. lucky in the algorithm. Why? Because they're thin and white, and it and it and it makes me mad. Not because I've been like, oh, I've been working so hard. I deserve subscribers. I don't ever want to come off that way because no one deserves anything. You know, we all have to work for it for the most part. You know, you have to earn it. But that's how that's how I feel. Some people obviously have been working their butt off way longer than me. But it's just it's just hard to wanting to keep going with my own like YouTube things or my own personal online media products in general when it's like i'm putting in the work i'm putting in the time and i'm trying to do x y and z and it's just not working it's not hitting and it's it's not going to stop me because like i made a promise to myself personally it's like if i don't have a certain amount of subs or if i don't you know quote unquote blow up by the time i'm this age i'm not gonna do youtube anymore and that's stupid of me because there's literally older people older people than me who have blown up on youtube and so don't ever give up on things that you're passionate about because I was literally going to just like quit doing YouTube and then I hit over 100 subs. I got really lucky with my in hub video. So just keep going. Try to be po- I'm trying to be positive as well because I know we talk about a lot of subjects on the podcast in general. And, you know, it sways one way and sways one other way. And we do have like, because we don't really see on analytics like race for our podcast, but we do see like some of y'all are in England. I see some of y'all in Germany and then most of y'all are in the US. So we got a little bit of international baddies, but just... You know, be a good person. Keep doing your fucking, keep working on your creative endeavors. So stream if you want to stream. Do your mm-hmm. Twitch. Do your whatever. It's just like, you know? and also going back to the YouTube algorithm thing that the CEO can't explain mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. If it's if there's something yes, that you can't explain oh how it works, it's probably not a good idea to keep running with it. You have to have something exactly. I, exactly. Like, like I freelance a lot and I tell a lot of my clients, you can go and post something mm-hmm. that you can't, if one of your cl- uh, customers comes and says, can you explain this to me or whatever it is? And it becomes, and if can. it becomes too warty or that? if it comes too complicated for you to explain, it's not a good idea mm-hmm. to roll with it just because you're just going to yeah, look dumber than you're, you're not, that you're not really. And it, we have to, over, yeah. we have to simplify things just to get, to get the word much more clear to someone you're trying to reach and also make it yeah. easier for you mm-hmm. to explain it and possibly gain more followers from it. And for everyone else yeah. to understand. And, and, yeah. and that, and that, yeah. That's just anything. Algorithms or car manuals mm-hmm. to Halloween costumes, whatever it is. No one wants to see your shitty overcomplicated <laughs> Halloween costume. Just saying it. Make it a pun. <laughs> make it simple. I want to see it. And I don't see it. make me think so you're, uh, <laughs> you're trying to be... Uh, Skeleton Jack, what's whatever his science, fucking yeah. name is, without going. <laughs> Jack Skellington. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck I was yeah. going. But are you gonna? Are you going to any <laughs> Halloween parties this year? 
we're gonna have oh so sarah lugar on twitter one of my favorite like actual tiktok people we were gonna she's like oh we should uh, i should have a halloween zoom party because she has a really good following on twitter mm-hmm. oh that's what i was gonna say too like backpedaling to tiktok or whatever that a lot of these kids already have their little nasty fingers in other platforms like instagram because even reels came out with instagram so they can also use mm-hmm. that that's literally a clone of tiktok which i feel like is breaching some kind of copyright and just in terms of how they look exact nearly identical if they're not the same so fuck but yeah, again, fuck TikTok, fuck Instagram, because they're both also, you know, appeal to, beauty, to traditional beauty designers. But yeah, um, so they already have their nasty mm-hmm. fingers and other social media platforms. So they'll probably be, be eating good regardless of whether or not TikTok fails, because a lot of these other kids already have big brand deals. They're already, you know, models and uh, entrepreneurs <laughs> and whatever the hell. But yeah, so Sarah Lugar was like, oh, I should have a Halloween Zoom party. And then I was like, Sergio, follow me back on Twitter because he didn't follow my new Twitter because he doesn't support me. <laughs> and then so I was like, oh, we should do a Halloween Zoom party or like a Halloween Discord because Zoom, I think, only gives you 40 free minutes. But our podcast, sometimes we go longer and then sometimes we have business meetings afterwards. So I'm excited for that. And I know we only have like nine listeners, but if y'all want to come through for the Discord party <laughs> for Halloween, let us know. I may or may not be working, but that would be so much uh-huh. fun. Also, yeah, uh, it just goes to show... Uh, how like internet just yeah. Go. I was meaning if you're gonna go to any physical Halloween parties this year. Fuck no, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm having a physical Halloween Why? party with me and my ghost in my house because I think my house is haunted. Hell yeah. And Scarlet, why is your house haunted? Um, so when oh, my parents bought the house, um, they told <laughs> us that the people who lived here before burned it down. <laughs> Did they die? No, no one died. <gasps> That I know what? of. But they burned down the house. Oh. And so I think there's someone might have died. <laughs> and also think there's ghosts before possibly, that. Possibly, possibly, allegedly. Because this also was also built like in the in like the seventies. So someone must have had overdosed from cocaine here. What the fuck? Someone must have died in your house and they're haunting you specifically. And I think that's funny. Wait, does there any horse like stories from like your mom or your dad or your sister hearing things, or is it just you? Uh, so from the house, my mom says that she, um, when we were younger and we all slept with the doors mm-hmm. open, she used to see in the hallway, because there's a huge hallway, like, leading yeah. from the living room to our bedrooms. There's a hallway, yeah. and my mom says that when we were fir- we first moved in here, <laughs> she used to see a hooded shadow mm-hmm. walk down and back and forth from Ooh, the hallway. I don't like that. And, like, sometimes yeah. you can feel, like, a weird energy in the living room. Like, me and my, my mm-hmm. sister was here for the whole summer. And sometimes we're just mm-hmm. talking and you get this weird vibe. And like, my sister gives off weird vibes Ooh, all the fucking time like just because she's fucking, she's just <laughs> like that. She's, she's different. different. Yeah. <laughs> but no, th- th- <laughs> this just felt really more different than usual. Like, and you could just feel like someone was behind you at all time. Mm-hmm. And, and Ooh, ever like since we like moved here, I've never liked sleeping uh, and putting my back towards the doors. Because I always feel like someone's looking yeah. in, uh, looking at me when I'm sleeping. So it could be. That could be and also ghost. because I'm a little bit psychic, so I think there's ghosts in here. I just very a sensitive, bit, like zero point three percent. I think I'm supernatural <laughs> sensitive um, or paranormal sense, whatever. I'm sensitive to the so. paranormal. Sure, he's a fucking ghost expert. No, because I've had a lot of stories with uh, ghosts. I think there is a ghost that has followed me from like oh my, my childhood home, which I like to call the greenhouse because it was green. Because I've, I'm very like open to like not to be like all super hippie dippy whatever, but I'm very open to energies and vibrations and just like trying to be one with the earth and things like that. I'm very hippy dippy in that sense. 
So I feel like there definitely has been an energy or a ghost following me since I was little because uh, the my animals, any pets that I would have would always stare like above. Like, so I'm thinking it's maybe like a big towering figure and they would just stare at it for like five minutes. Like they would be walking and then they would stop and stare above. And so that's already terrifying. And then I would always hear, when, especially in college, I would always hear someone calling my name, but there would never be someone calling me. I would, it would be like, a, it would be like, it would be like oh a whisper. God. And that's so fucking terrifying. Like who? Yeah. So I definitely, I mean, I haven't really felt any like abnormalness or weirdness, but 2020 has been a fucked up year in general. But this year, kind of, I haven't really felt that in general. So I don't know if, like, the ghost is at peace or whatever. But I have definitely have had had some experiences with the well, paranormal in general. And just weird energies in general. Because I tried to... Uh, your ghost oh, yeah, friend but, is probably like, well, 2020 is a fucked up year for anyone. I'm just going to take it easy this year. <laughs> let me leave her alone. Leave her alone for yeah, a little probably bit. Later. Like, let me stop my hauntings temporarily. <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I tried to astral project one time. And it ended up really awfully because... I tried to astral project and I saw myself above myself, but then the worst fucking thing happened. So, you know, sometimes with those tweets about sleep paralysis demons, well, guess what? They fucking attacked me. So, uh, for about 30 minutes, it felt like five hours. Um, all of these like weights and it was, it basically felt like hands. It was hands. Mm -hmm. A bunch of them just wrapped around me and held me down. And it felt like a really, really heavy pressure on my chest. Like I could, it was like, it felt like, 50 to like 100 pounds just sitting on my chest for like it felt like i think it was like 30 or 20 minutes but it felt like forever because i couldn't make a noise i couldn't scream i and it and i just saw that i just saw me with all these hands and pressures on my chest and then i was able to finally get up after i came back to my body and then i ran to my aunt's room she was still awake it was maybe like i tried to ask her protect at like 10 and i was it was like 11 or 11 30 mm -hmm. or midnight when i went to her room and she's like are you okay because my eyes were wide i looked absolutely fucking terrified i don't know like i was pale like i'm already pale but i was like pale as my shirt like white white um and she's like are you okay and i was like no i had a nightmare you know lying because i'm not gonna say i fucking astral projected as a fucking teenager like a dumbass <laughs> uh, but it also goes back to like don't fuck with things that you aren't 100% sure about, like those baby witches that hexed the moon and then one of them died the next day. So Whoa. don't fuck with entities who are bigger than you, basically. See, like, Tread I, lightly I'm not, <laughs> carefully. So I'm not a religious person at all. I'm like the closest thing you would probably, yeah, if I either. were self to self identify as anything, would be a, a, a mm -hmm. agnostic. Agnostic? Whatever. Yeah. Agnostic, yeah. So that's the closest thing I'll probably say. Mm -hmm. So um, my mom, I. I I will say that one thing I do not fuck mm. because I learned this from a very very religious <laughs> household is do not yeah. mess with a fucking Ouija board. I will not go near one of no, those fucking absolutely. things. No, that's a big at big no no. Because my mom tells me that mm. one, when she was a little girl, she played the Ouija board with her friends, mm. and one of her friends was uh, mm -mm. quote unquote possessed. She started talking in a deepened voice, stuff like that, uh, and then they like had that. to take her. And my mom yeah. was very involved in her church. So she says she had to do exorcism. Yeah. She helped with uh, exorcism or two she when she was a teen. So she fuck? wasn't doing the exercising. Yeah. She just hold on to the person, and oh, she saw really she shitty things. <laughs> I was like, oh my! And like one one thing uh, I do have, like I'm very yeah. Look, so because of COVID, uh, my family had mm -hmm. a recent family tragedy. No, what was a reason? It was like yeah. a month ago, so pretty recent. But yeah. what was really weird is that. Um, I told my, like, I dreamt it, like, two days, two days before it happened. I No, mm -hmm. three days before it <gasps> happened, I dreamt you, the you time. Premi you pre premi 
You had a premonition. Yeah, I had a premonition. I dreamt the time and the date mm-hmm. they, that person passed away, but I didn't Ooh. get the person right. But I did. It was in my family. Oh. So it was two out of three things I was right That's about terrifying. it. That's terrifying. Yeah. And I'm very, I have premonitions oh, I like a that. lot of the time. Ugh. And they usually come true. Sturgeo's an oracle. Maybe that's what I am. <laughs> I feel like a lot of, uh, <laughs> a, I feel like a lot of, like, not necessarily religious families, but a lot of, like, kids of color and other Hispanic people as well, like, not necessarily have those, like, I'm going to say openness to spirituality and, and not necessarily psychic energy, but kind of, like, things, like, of that nature, because I have really weird deja vu, but the, de- like, the instance of deja vu, like, the event that happens hasn't happened yet oh really and and once i like once the actual event happens yeah yeah so there, like a bunch of times i would have deja vu about something that hasn't happened yet and then it'll happen and i'm like dude it's day like it's, and it's kind of like a little cycle like it's deja vu because there was a bunch of times where we would hang out and i would and i would have a dream about it or i would have deja vu about it while i was at work and i was like this ha- i haven't done that yet and then we would do it and then i would be freaking out internally because i was like whoa i'm a witch or i'm psychic or whatever it's crazy i don't know if a, i don't know if this happens to a lot of people or if this is just like me and people i know but it's just like weird how like we have these little powers or whatever i don't know i, I, I don't know i think it's weird oh and then also i saw this tiktok about this oh uh, no yeah i saw this tiktok about th- this white girl she was like meditating and she was like doing weird uh like basically kind of like voguing but like doing her nature dance or whatever and then she's like watch this video there's no wind but then i thought about wind and i wanted to feel the wind and then it started like uh the wind happened later uh-huh. on and she's like we are all so powerful we are all like one with nature we just have to tap into our energies and one it was really corny but then also i was like she wasn't hurting anybody you know she was mm-hmm. unless she comes out later and she's like a racist person but i don't even remember like this person's username but I just thought that was really, like, cool and cute and kind of cringy because I do believe that, like, us as humans maybe have some type of power, but we are all, like, you know, from the earth to give back to the earth. I'm very, like, try to be sustainable and things like that. I don't know. Ecofeminism. It exists. It's real. How many listeners, you know? how many listeners do you think we're going to gain or lose because they think we're fucking crazy? <laughs> all of them because we're fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> literally we only have nine we have like we fluctuate between like eight and ten so nine of y'all please don't leave us <laughs> we swear it's just we're a, okay we're, it's a hurricane it's a hurricane just bringing out this weird energy out of me i just feel really off yeah it's like yesterday that um they're like the hurricane's coming the hurricane's not coming no it's, it's terrifying it's scary. yeah and a lot I of people the last one mm-hmm. that happened three years ago i wasn't here i left the day before it happened so I didn't. Which one was Harvey. it? Harvey. Oh, I wasn't shit. here for Harvey. Dude, I Harvey left the day before. Harvey, yeah, Harvey. Fuck, like my dad lost his car. Um, and we, they, they, their whole house, like all the streets were flooded. And like for my 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 tia and like my cousins, um, like I, like the street they couldn't even like go to work or anything like that it was just so much waiting of water like it was so intense like harvey really i'm just thinking about how much just like environmental trauma and like actual how many hurricanes i've lived through because i was in lubbock at the time so it didn't affect like it was heavy raining over here but they literally a lot of people lost their cars lost their homes Mm -hmm. lost their jobs fuck harvey but it's the same thing like with laura all over again like we don't know how intense it's gonna be because i've heard back and forth things like it's gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's gonna hit houston it's not gonna houston but it's gonna destroy louisiana again probably jeez yeah Uh, praying for the thing about laura is it's gonna have um it's not gonna bring a lot of rain it's gonna be more it's more about the wind damage it's gonna cause 
Ooh, so yeah, it's just about good. seeing what scary. really happens because I look at the forecast and there's yeah. supposed to be a whole bunch of rain for today, but it hasn't rained a little bit at all. So who really yeah. knows what's gonna happen? Um, I was gonna mention something mm-hmm. to you and I totally forgot. I totally blanked out right now. Bring it back, bring it back, sister. Oh yeah, because I was through Ike and Katrina because with Hurricane Ike, um. We lost power. One of our big murals got knocked down. We didn't have power for like two weeks. Same. Uh, we were taking cold, weird showers because the water the water pressure was so bad that you had to stand in the shower for like 30 minutes and it was like a drip. It was like someone was gently peeing on you, <laughs> <laughs> basically. And, you know, we couldn't go to the grocery store, so we were just eating ramen noodles and things like that. It was just like, that's such a like weird memory that I re- or, like, remember being so little, very visceral of just not having power and things like that. So, yeah, and just, it's just, fuck fuck mother nature is really trying to get rid of us at this point but it's just it's it's just just 2020 trying to cleanse the earth a little bit of the humans left but um we're you know what we're the virus virus. (laughs) yeah you know it just reminds me of um all those memes when it says nature's healing (laughs) oh my god those ones like oh the my favorite one was of the fucking lime scooters in like the river floating down in like california or whatever yeah nature is healing the scooters are going back to earth also fuck those scooters i hate those scooters why do you need a fucking id to drive a scooter that's what made me mad because i was gonna take one to work and it's like oh you have to have a school uh not school id a fucking driver's license um spoiler i don't have my driver's license yes i'm 23 yes i don't have it fuck you you don't know my life but yeah <laughs> Uh, How I don't do you? Know. I think they're well, weird. Wait, wait. I, also think they're I have fun. a question. So, when you go to a job interview no. or anywhere and they ask you, "Can I have your ID?" What do you do? What do you hand them? A piece of paper? I have an ID. I have. So my you can ID. use that. I don't have though. A you license. can use that for your scooter. I yes. Can't? You're lying. You're a liar. No, because it specifically says driver's license, and I thought our ID no. is different. Because yes, ID is just a ID, different. No? It's a different thing, but you can use your driver's <laughs> license. Why would you need a driver's license for a scooter? <laughs> it literally says you have to have a for driver's what? license. I'm just following the rules, Sergio. I don't know. If I buy an electric scooter license, if I buy an electric scooter, I don't need a driver's license to ride it down my sidewalk no you do technically like if you have them well it'd be very state by state um uh because in some states you have to have your motorcycle permit to have like a moped or a scooter or something like that so fuck you i don't know (laughs) it's so beyond stupid why would you need a fucking (laughs) license you're not gonna go drive through the highway or the freeway with it no some people did did you not see that video of that one guy like driving on the freeway with the scooter clearly i haven't because i think you don't have to second clip yeah he he drove a lime. I think he was going to work or something. It was like going to a friend's house because he was on the freeway for like a good like hot minute. Well, do you remember when they he didn't get run over when though. they plugged Texas Tech? I do not. I do not know if they're playing it right now, but <sighs> they were horrible for. They were everywhere um, for a hot minute on campus. They were. It was like yeah, literally like a plague. There were like little rats everywhere, and I hated them. And then eventually, because. Um, so much gas oh my god speaking of like those electric scooters texas tech originally uh the first scooter to come here was bird by uber but they didn't want to go to the proper like channels to uh, like work with the university to get all the paperwork done well, so they had to get they didn't want to do the proper and paperwork with the in. city yeah oh Not yeah school, and texas yeah. tech well both because you have to have no no you have to yeah, have both you have right? to have, like, both, you have, to have like, the contract with the school but, your first but then you also have to have the laws with the city yeah. and the government 
Yeah, so Uber didn't do that, but then Lime came in and Lime was like, hey, bitch, we'll pay the fees. And then literally um, when I would go to work, when I used to work as a student manager at Einstein's on campus, I would go, I would have to walk to work at like 5.30, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I would literally see the guys in the big white vans um, bringing more and more scooters to like every other street near the college apartment complexes. And that's what also was like a weird gatekeeping accessibility thing is that they only put them in places kind of near campus. But they would never put them anywhere, like, within five miles off. Like, you wouldn't see them near, uh, like, down 19th, or you wouldn't really see them in other places that are kind of, like, lower income. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's weird. I don't like that. Like, where my last apartment where I lived there, um, there was just one time where I was Mm -hmm. coming in to my apartment, and there was, like, ten of them in that little big big space area where my door was at. There was, like, ten of them right there. Yeah. And then the next morning, like, I wake, I used to wake up, like, it's five in the fucking morning every day. They were mm-hmm. all gone by five in the morning. Yeah, they would be gone because they have to charge them. It was weird. It was really weird, too, because not, Lime always plagues me because I will always randomly see one somewhere. I haven't seen them in a while, but at my last apartment, or my neighbor or, like, my flatmate, because, like, I lived in a duplex, kind of, so my duplex mate, he would always have like people over or sometimes they would stay at his place there would always be a lamb scooter by his door and i'm like i fuck and i would always knock it over because i hate them and it's not that it's bad it's more so that uh i would rather have fucking the public bus or like a train or have that in place than a random private company trying to put in another mode of transportation because i get it it's like half public but it's not really public if you're only putting it in places for college students it's not necessarily for the community if that but makes it's sense. fun because i'm for putting money back in the economy oh shut up it's not that it's fun. fun i saw a guy what are you so, what, what are you against well, Whatever, why are you against whore. having fun anyway <laughs> fuck you uh <laughs> and the scooters there was one time me and my friend she picked me up from my old apartment my old old apartment mm. complex that i lived in after everybody kind of moved away like all my other friends like y'all um we were driving down (laughs) from like adjacent to the Chipotle to go like get food or whatever (laughs) and we're watching these old people like older people on the lime scooters one of them he tries to jump from the sidewalk to the curb to go like on the street he falls (laughs) flips himself over and he hits his head on the curb and like we looked to make sure that he was okay there was no blood he was fine he was able to walk it off but i thought that was just so fucking funny that like he tried his best and he ate shit and then nobody checked up on him none of the people who were with him they just kept scooting on so fuck those scooters y'all are injuring people (laughs) (laughs) it just reminds me of this one time um this has nothing to do with scooters but it just reminds me of this one time Mm -hmm. i went to um to the beach, uh, to the coastal area near here, um, I went to Pleasure Pier, which is just a pier with yeah. a whole bunch of, like, carnival rides. And me and, me and my sister yeah. were just walking by. <clears throat> if you guys <laughs> haven't noticed, I have no friends in Houston, so... Um, he doesn't, unfortunately. It's just it's very hard to socialize <laughs> when there's COVID going on. <laughs> um, there's ways to do it. I have a bunch of Twitter friends. You're boring. You're lame. JK, JK. Well... <laughs> anyway, so this was way... I was in college when this happened, so it doesn't pertain to now. Yeah. So I was on the... We were on the pier, and this little girl starts running, hauling ass no. for something, and she, I'm walking, not paying attention. <laughs> she, like, runs into my fucking leg, yeah. falls, and I just looked at her and just kept on walking. <laughs> oh, my God. You didn't even say... I mean, well, she's not your kid, it's so not technically my it's problem. not your fun to check in with her. Where's her fucking parents? I was, yeah, like, I was like, fuck? I'm sorry, and this I didn't even bother yeah. picking her up or anything. I just kept on walking. 
I mean, that's the right thing to do because if you touch someone's kid, boom, you already have a police exactly. report on you. you know? I, I'm just a big so, proponent. If yeah. I have to put my dog on a leash, you should keep your kid on a leash. Oh, I am also pro putting your kid on a leash because I, as a kid, was like, I'm, I'm an explorer. I do things a lot on my own. That's what kind of fostered my independent nature. Um, Astroworld in Houston before like it moved to Six Flags in Texas because Astroworld was fun. I loved Astroworld. I miss it every day. But then it got cemented over to be a big parking lot by the Astrodome. I don't even know if the Astrodome is still alive. Anyway, if you know, you know. If you don't, fuck you. Um, at Astroworld, we would go a lot frequently. My mom, my dad, my aunt, and my co- and my one cousin because some of them weren't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> they always had me on uh, the like plushy yeah, leash, so you put I basically put your kid in the backpack too. and then they have the leash. Yes, you. First of all, Mexican kids. I don't know if it's just Mexican kids and Hispanic kids in general, but we love to just run away from our parents when we're little. And so, your parent always kind of have an eye. As much as they would like to, sometimes you just gotta have that no, kid on a leash. And uh, so, mom, it's not necessarily leashing your kid. It's a safety yeah, measure. For I was them never also. one of those kids that just ran on by myself. My mom just wanted mm-hmm. to keep me close by, yep. so just in case if I was stolen. <laughs> Same. I'm surprised I didn't because I, there was literally so many instances that are coming back to me where I just ran out. Like, my parents left me or, like, I just ran. And then I was, like, by a random adult. Like, I remember him at, like, Waterworld or whatever. Like, I thought it was my mom's hand. And I was touching this random stranger's hand. And then I moved and I'm like, oh, shit, you're not my mom. And then I ran away. And then at Walmart, too. Because my dad is a very... He's not super tall, but he's, like, a pale Mexican man with, like, a be- uh, beard hair or uh-huh. whatever. And so um, I was, like... 10 11 12 went out walmart when walmart used to have the big magazine wall instead of like and the cards instead of um whatever the fuck they have now i don't remember but they used to have this big magazine wall and i was looking at the magazine wall and then i went back to the same one where my parent was and then i look at this figure that looks like my dad it's not my dad and so i instantly start crying <laughs> and then um i'm just like looking and i'm like da, 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 and then he finds me again by the magazine wall so you know it's good to have that leash is even if your kid is maybe a little bit older because god and also like it wasn't at like when i was just when i was younger it wasn't really normal for your kid to have a cell phone mm-hmm. as well because if I get lost and I was like 16 or 14, my, my dad would just call my phone. He'd be like, why the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, wh- I'm pro leash and also pro emergency <laughs> for how kids. How old were you when you phones. got your first phone? I think I was in middle mm-hmm. school. So I don't uh 13, 14, I think. And it was a blue flip phone and it had the worst uh, fucking um, ringtones and it did have a camera. And so I could take really low quality selfies and low quality pictures of my pets. It was the best thing ever. But I also got it was my, a, flip phone. A, a funny thing. My my first one was also blue. I also got it when I was 13, but instead of a flip phone, it was yes. one of the sliding ones. Yes. So mine was a little oh, bit. Oh, yes. I had one of those yeah. two when I was so older. So I used to slide it. Like, keyboard, I used to like flip words. my wrists and slide up and down just so I could do something and else. It's, yep. Because my text, I didn't have it's text fun. messages when I first got my phone. I only had 500 minutes because we we're talking. Boo. We still had minutes back then. Oh, yeah. Call me after 9 yeah. p.m. when my minutes are yeah. free. And then I fir- yep. then I got 500 uh, text messages that I went by really fast mm-hmm. when I first got it. Because I was yeah. just texting everyone yeah. I could at the time. Yeah, I think I had a hundred or, or I had a hundred to two fifty mm-hmm. minutes, and so 
but then but mine's was a weird deal where mine's my minutes were free after 3 p.m oh. i think or something like that and then i had unlimited i had unlimited text messages so i would literally i would wait so after school i would wait like an hour and then i would text my friends and be like hey how are you What's your name? but also i was a very lonely child and so i needed interaction with other people i don't know i think kind of now i'm still fucked up about it i like being alone but it's also like you know i just want to have friends i just want to be social well, can you, you know? imagine if i were to text you after well like we do text but we don't see each other physically right we text a lot like, but like yeah we don't see each but other, if we yeah. were to see each other physically and i were to text you right after you leave my door hey, and then you would text me you? <laughs> hey what's up uh i would i i would probably send yeah. you a picture of, of like your door and being like i, I just know, left seriously. About. <laughs> it's just really weird that we used to text people like not even like mm-hmm. an hour after we left school we're literally, texting hey how are you literally. i literally just saw you for seven hours yeah on the bus hey what's up well also because it's weird because like school time hanging out with your friends is different than being out of school and hanging out with your friends you know what i mean you're gonna get that yeah. hanging out time back i feel i mean but that's what's weird now is that kids these days have so many avenues like i remember like even us too like we will text each other on animal crossing <laughs> and then on instagram we'll send each other memes and then on twitter we'll send each other tweets and then in text message we're like hey can you send me this painting <laughs> or whatever <laughs> like literally that's what teenagers do because i'll literally my cousin she'll she won't ever call me but she'll send me memes on instagram mm-hmm. and then i'll call my aunt and then i can talk to her through my aunt because my cousin won't call me on her phone physically <laughs> well like when my sister first got her phone and she started using snapchat i would call mm-hmm. her i would text her she oh. would never pick up and it was something really important and the yeah. only way i could get a hold of her was to sending her uh, sending her a snap. snapchat yep how that's snap me baby don't text <laughs> this is beyond <laughs> stupid Kids are, hey, are people still using snapchat yes people still oh use God. snapchat I don't. I don't i i stopped using i stopped using it when they did that uh rihanna chris brown ad and i was like fuck no i'm really? done with snapchat same thing like i saw something about yeah i saw something about tiktok like forever ago like i think a year and a half ago and i just i installed it i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do with this app because those are good like social media tools but it's like those they don't align with my morals or my mm-hmm. ethics so i'm like fuck that i mean instagram and twitter do shady sh- shady shit too but here's the thing i was like a middle schooler or a teenager when instagram came out so i kind of grew up with instagram yep. and same thing like with twitter i grew up with twitter and tumblr so those are my social media crutches so i will still use those despite their flaws which is you know flawed in itself but it's also like hey i have a brand i need mm-hmm. to get myself out there it's a double-edged sword but yeah go ahead well what like um I like I only use Snapchat just to message some of my fuck buddies, but that's it. Period. Go that's it because that's the easiest way um, to get to them. Yeah, I think. Not, ew, that sounded really gross to get I thought, to them. I would... That's the only way. I, that's the easiest way I can talk talk you to would, them yeah, without giving them up. my actual phone number because yeah. I don't want them to have my actual phone number. You know. I mean, it's also it's also easier way to send nasty pictures too because Tinder oh, yeah. had a feature. To send pictures, Tinder had it, but then they deleted it. Tinder went through a lot of weird phases because now there's Tinder Gold, and then you have a number of swipes. Your, your swipes are limited. And I remember I was, I was also there during the inception of Tinder because I was like 17, 18, 19, just trying to be a freak on Tinder or whatever. And you people would like have like their abs or their boobs or their downstairs, their fucking penis or whatever, or whatever. And so, yeah. Yeah, Tinder. Don't don't go on Tinder. Also, if you're like a teenager, just no. Try to just take people to school yeah. because people on Tinder will take advantage of you. And from someone who's done online dating and finally met my partner in real life, don't 
Um, be careful. <laughs> Just be careful and be mindful. Because I know a lot of people in quarantine are going crazy yes. if they're single, like Sergio. And a couple of my mutuals, they're like, oh, I want a girlfriend or I want a boyfriend. Like, talk, talk, have relationships online. Yeah. But don't let that be your end-all be-all because sometimes you will meet your partner well, in your like, life. Maybe it'll be the coffee shop barista mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck, you well, know? You never know. Well, like, I always been... <clears throat> so I'm, I'm doing a lot of online dating. I wouldn't even really call it dating because I'm just talking to people. Boo. And I and I done that with Tinder and also <laughs> I got Bumble just because yeah. like yeah the thing with like Bumble, Bumble but I've never met anybody. So I've on talked Bumble. to a couple of girls on Bumble. The good thing about Bumble is yeah. that if you go both match, she's the one who reaches out, so you don't yeah. have to be the creep. Because sometimes like yeah you yeah I, I always I I'm like always Bumble a person like who when I reach out to someone, I try to make sure I don't sound mm-hmm. creepy. Or sound aggressive or anything. <laughs> just because I don't want to rub people off yeah, the wrong those way. Are, yeah, those are turn-offs. And, like, yeah, and, you don't and want, it could be yeah, a turn-off exactly, to some people, right. you know? So, like, I, and Bumble, that yeah, so it takes it away from me and someone else can reach out to me or not. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But, like, yeah. I've always been a proponent that I'd rather re- meet some pers- someone in person than online. Yeah. It's just, it's really weird online because yeah. online, like, some messages can sound... They have a different affliction when, than they do when you're talking to someone online. Yeah, they'll person, have a different you know? tone. Yeah, because one time I was going to hug up with this one person and they were a lot uglier than they were on their profile. And I remember I called Sergio and I was like, Sergio, what do you do? He's like, just let them go. And they, like, granted, this person could have totally, you know, flipped on me. They could have totally taken advantage of me and yeah. hurt me. But they're very respectful. They're very nice. And they just left. And that was super cool of them because I never really had these instances where it was a very right instance. This was one out of like several times like a handful of times that i've met someone and they didn't look at their profile picture but it was also kind of my fault because they had like one picture and it was like they had a couple but none of them were like of their face so that was (laughs) a red flag so make sure you know people know where you're are where you're going because one time sergio called me too and he's like hey um i don't want to be on this date anymore can you call me and i called him and he's like i'm on my way and then we (laughs) met up and then we talked about how shitty his date was so definitely have your sergio have your cc have someone who's gonna have your back because sometimes you sometimes people on dating apps are not who they say they are or they're just a lot weirder or a lot more abrasive than you thought they were so have these things in place so that you can protect yourself and your friends or family know where you are because i never told my family and that could have been really dangerous i really got lucky as a teenager but yeah be safe be smart don't be like well, me. <laughs> I, my red flag is if they post the same picture twice that's a red flag if they don't show their face, mm. or if they're yeah. if that person, I always I, t- I told Nick recently, why is this person too pretty? This person's mm. too pretty to be on here. Obviously, they're fake, right? He's like, you can't mm. think like that you all the time. Know. I was like, I so oh, like people like people that. I just don't. Are catfishes though? I just swipe uh, right left to them <laughs> because I don't trust them at all. And like when I used to go to yeah. these, um, when I went to go hook up with people. I always texted you mm-hmm. where I was going and Miguel just in case yeah. if you didn't pick up or anything. Mm-hmm. And I always told you guys, hey, text yeah. me at this time just in case if I'm dead or not. If I don't respond, you yeah. know I'm dead. <laughs> so it's like you always got to have half the time I would half the time I would and then half the time I wouldn't because I was at work and I'd be like, oh, took you after work. And Sergio could have been dead in a ditch. But luckily, Seriously. again, you have the backup of Miguel's. Yeah, that's why I, you- I don't think I ever told anybody about mine. Yeah, I think I would like unless it was like a kind of I was in hot water situation or I was like oh like I'm gonna go meet so and so and then it was always you and me go be like be safe yeah, so like let me know if I need help blah, blah, blah. even like my friends too they'd be like are you sure you don't want me to drop to drop you off or whatever because I would go to this certain coffee shop a lot for first dates and some of them were weird some of them weren't it's just 
the world, the the world, the world of online dating is a very scary, interesting, and kind of sexy place, you know. But <laughs> just be careful, especially if you're like 16, 17, 18, 19, even if you're twenty, because there are a lot of weirdos and yeah, a lot of predators and a lot of freaks uh, on there to be, that want to take advantage of young you people. You have to be super careful. Please be careful. Like, and be tell safe. the yeah. people you trust where you're going to be, be at. Be careful. Yeah. Um, if there's yes. if you if there's a red yes. flag dr- thrown out like before you even meet. Or when if, you're meeting you this person, bad feeling, call yeah. someone, text someone, Don't like, "Hey, it. help me get me out of this situation," mm-hmm. because, like, uh, yeah, I, exactly. I, I've been in so many bad dates that have gone from from online <laughs> to physical to yeah. RL, and I just yeah. text Cecilia or Miguel, like, "Please help me, call me, so I can get out of this." Call me so I can come pick you up. Yeah, <laughs> and it works half the time because most of the time, you know, these people are weirdos. They'll still respect that boundary of like hey my friend's in emergency or like hey sergio fell on the stairs i need to go help him and they're like oh yeah go and then you can just block them afterwards you know yeah be careful but be or mindful. you could just be and like be safe i never told anybody i mean it, you could always be honest even though sometimes it'd be really shitty and mm-hmm. it could be very for vapid rapid yeah for very vapid yeah. reasons you're being yeah. honest but you have to be honest too mm-hmm. sometimes it's just because it's better don't be like me I was very, I was a very shitty person when I dated. <laughs> I didn't give people our real names just when yeah. I was hooking up with them, just in case if like I didn't want them to bump in into call on campus with me or anything like that. So yeah, don't be like me. Ew. See, I would still. There was like when I worked at Chipotle, I would. I saw like three people that I dated or hooked up with uh-huh. at one point, and it was kind of embarrassing. And I was like, "Oh my god," <laughs> you know. So it's not that you're never gonna see these people again. Sometimes you will in a college town. You might, you might see you them might, at the library. Yeah. You might see them at the Starbucks. You know. So, so you know, you can turn a blind eye. You can say hi or whatever. Sometimes you have bad, good hookups. Sometimes you have awful ones. It's just a part of being an adult, and also just like adapting to like online dating uh, as an as an adult and as like a because we're like millennials, kind of like in between those like thingies, and as a like because the people below us are Zoomers or whatever, y'all are having this whole e relationships and all that things like that, and it's all virtual. But just be careful because there was like a there was a situation where like one of these TikTok people literally got murdered and beheaded Jeez. or something like that. So. Be careful, even if it's online, because people, there's weirdos online who will piece together, like, the background. They'll look at your iris to see where you are, you know. Be careful, be mindful. Have you you by any chance seen the documentary Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix? Yes, well, absolutely. There are people. Yeah, like so the that, guy who uh, who killed that, that dude you know? was a hookup from one of those uh, hookup apps, and he killed him. Yeah, he, like he was. It was just to get him in bed and kill him. That's so fucked up. That's happened to very the Craigslist mm-hmm. killer was a real thing. And yeah. that was all basing on them. I'm trying to anonymous hookups too. So I mean, I was gonna say Jack the Ripper, but that's like old days. But again, he was like killing sex workers. So yeah, so be careful. Don't and also like don't let us like scare you into not online dating because <laughs> you can find some really cool people through online dating as well. You know, just yeah, be mindful, well, be careful. Like and the thing is, take like, the good with the bad because some experiences will be like, bad. <laughs> the only thing about being uh, open minded about the people you meet is that sometimes you're thinking, "Oh, yeah. this will be better as a friendship." Make it a friendship. Yeah, because some of those people yeah. are really cool people, and some of them are weirdos, and you never know. It, it literally online dating is a mixed bag of uh, freaks, geeks, and cool people, basically, for the most part, at least. <laughs> First Greeks, and what is it? What what is it that you just said? Be- freaks, geeks, and cool people on Showtime. That's it's a new show on Showtime that we're pitching. 
Yeah, that's a, that. Yeah, it were basically what's the other one? Oh, I think it was just Freaks and Geeks with the uh, Tom, t- whatever the Jason Segel and the girl who plays Velma. Have you ever seen that show? I, I actually really really like no, it. It's okay. I wish I would have gotten a season two. I know. I think it's because that's what I wanted to be as a teenager. I just wanted to be cool in high school and like have cool like a bad boyfriend or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was a big ass nerd. See, you know, I dated online. You know, I was I wasn't a cool. You know person. what I wanted my high school experience to be like? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just killed what? vampires for high school. Oh, that would have been so fucking cool. Dude, Buffy was the blueprint. She <clears> was badass. I wish. I think at the end of the day, we all should be Buffy. Or we all could be Buffy. In our hearts and in our I mean, we could be minds. a Buffy. We could be a Willow. We could be... Not, maybe not a Xander. But we could be a Buffy Willow. A Cordelia. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. They're, They're in, are the they in the cast. I don't fucking know their names. I don't know Buffy. I only watch like two episodes. Fuck I'm not gonna you. lie. There's a lot it's of a- like content that I need to watch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Buffy is fucking amazing. Buffy is cinematic masterpiece. I will agree with that. Oh, did you ever? Did you like Charmed? I love Charmed. Uh, <laughs> I was I've my seen Charmed. I seen. It was so good. Okay, so I seen. I seen I the it. old Charm, and I like. I also mm-hmm. seen the new Charm. Charmed. There's, There's a, a reboot one? that they they're doing yeah. on CW, and it's no, not. Thanks. It's no, not thanks. good as in storyline. I don't believe but you. But it's not bad. Yeah. I will say that. People just like to shit on new things. Mm, you have bad taste, though. <laughs> I do have bad taste in television. <laughs> you do. I like shitty exactly. TV. Sergio loves trash TV. Yeah. Yeah. I like good cinema. No, you don't. No, you don't. For the don't. most part. Because I do. I Fuck you. Yes, Shrek is a cinematic no, masterpiece. No, no, no. I'll fight Shrek Sergio until I die. I'm the Sergio is a hater. Sergio is a... Ma- I mean, Sergio. Sergio's a good person for the most part, but he has shitty taste in media. And this goes to show he thinks Shrek is bad. Shrek is not bad. Shrek is a cinematic historical piece of art, and Sergio can't no. realize that, you know? And that's his flaw as a person, and that's okay, because why we love our friends regardless of their shitty taste in media. I disagree. Shrek part. is horrible. <laughs> uh, Shrek is a Republican. Um... He's not... You're lying on the internet, and I don't. And he's an ogre. <laughs> if anything, if anything, we learn from the Shrek saga is that we should oppress ogres. Just saying that. No, we need to appreciate and integrate ogres into our society because, at the end of the day, some people, oh, especially those fucking nasty ass fanboys, have ogre energy because oh, they, they do. don't. They're musty, dusty, crusty. They do. Exactly. Okay, well, Cecilia, do you want to end this episode? Do you have anything else to share with us? Yes, I am ready. I just checked my time and I was like, oh, bitch, we're already at an hour. <laughs> All right. If you want to follow. Oh, before I do socials, um, I forgot. I have a cocktail of the week. It is a mint mojito. Um, I don't know what the fucking recipe is. I'm trying to remember in my brain. Sergio, do you know what a mojito is? If not, I'm going to click this thing and you'll hear it on my audio. Uh, I, I do know what, what a mojito fine. is. Let uh, me, mojito uh, is lime juice, is some mojito? mint, uh, cl- and club soda, I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, yes, really? there's ramen. Uh, yes, I know this because when I took my vacation last year, I was in Mexico and <laughs> oh, I had like oh my God, seven yeah. of these and I was drunk and I was trying to get back on the fucking Go boat off, and I was having a hard time just to walk. Okay, quick tangent about mojitos. I didn't know that all rum, white rum, is derived from coconuts. I can't do coconut because I used to, I drank Malibu so much to the point where I blacked out, so... Fuck Malibu. Fuck co- see, fuck rum. I like to, I like them with vodka. See, I'm just gonna vodka tequila with the mojito. I'm just gonna say, better. as teens, a lot of people drink Malibu, uh, Savak or whatever that vodka is that has different flavors. Oh, Svetka, stupid. What was it? Svetka. Svetka. Dumbass. Uh, Svetka. Whatever the fuck yes. it's called. 
You guys have <laughs> just learned how to drink like <laughs> shitty drinkers. And fireball. And fireball. Yeah. You no, are really. shitty drinkers who ever had even really enjoyed Don't these. forget. You guys and when it comes to <laughs> drinking real alcohol, you guys can't handle anything. I learned yeah. by drinking wine. We have shit taste. I'm not gonna lie. I learned drink I learned to drink by drinking wine and then I went to straight two shots. Tequila Here's the thing. and vodka shots. Here's the thing and guess what? I can drinking. drink a lot more than a lot of people. Here's the thing with teen drinking. Um, beggars can't be choosers and sometimes you just you gotta drink that for loco because that's who bought it for you you know but yeah <laughs> if you want to follow the podcast socials they are at tonic pod on twitter and at project tonic pod on instagram my personal ones because I'm still locked out on my fucking twitter account uh, is at medium mistake with two m's in the middle on twitter and on instagram is at isnosomnia i-s-n-o-s-o-m-n-i-a Sergio what are yours you can follow me on instagram and twitter at search thoughts and I'm just gonna say something if you guys don't know what we just said for our handles you can always find them <laughs> in the show notes in the description yes so. absolutely absolutely bye. all right bye guys